2: man i love that intro it's a great intro it's thursday you know what that means that means it's time to ignite the dynamite the day after dynamite and i'm will washington your host of day after dynamite and i'm joined by sean ross sap that's you, me sean ross Yep, i'm here
0: uh <laughs> aew star Sean Ross Sap. That's right. You won. made your
2: debut last night. I did make my debut.
0: Uh, hundreds of tweets poured in over that. And admittedly, <laughs> as I,
2: we'll, you know, we'll talk about it when we get there. We'll save it. We'll just no, save it. I mean, I'll, I'll say, when it popped up on the screen, I legit was like, what did this motherfucker not tell me? Like, oh, Listen, shit, I swore the first minute. I promise <laughs> I'm not as egomaniacal as Twitter would,
0: would make you think. But when that popped up on the screen, I was like, "Am I there? What happened? Is this a troll job? Is this a QT Marshall bit right here? Like I thought it was like maybe a QTV thing or something."
2: Yep, nope, but uh, we'll we'll talk about that in a second. Um, you gonna talk about and,
0: why you're wearing a salmon colored shirt?
2: Yeah, it's actually red. It's Wolfpack. This was okay. actually uh, this was the salmon sent to me- in black. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> The Salmon and Black Wolf pack. Uh, and nah, big, big, sexy Kevin Nash. That's what we're about right here. Um, and for Sean here, I threw on in the background the old NBA Jam tournament Love edition.
0: It. Love it.
2: Uh, that's a classic here. My my go to team at the time was uh, the Supersonics. I would always play as Sean Kemp and Gary Payton. Gary that Payton. Was my, Gary Payton. Yep, that was the duo. And yeah, so there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. Look, guys, uh, I'm sure you've seen me cryptically tweeting. Like, barely anybody got the first one uh, where I tweeted out the Fightful logo. And it was the credits music to Street Fighter 2. But apparently not enough people have beaten Street Fighter 2 specifically because if you played it on a console, you had to beat it on all eight stars to fully get the credits and get that music to play. But that music always tugged at my heartstrings because it was like, dang, my journey's over. That's a perfect way to... uh, to tell the story of what I, I'm trying to tell here. So I put that music over the Fightful logo to indicate as people gathered by my second post that included the uh, End of the Road by Boys to Men <laughs> over Day After Dynamite's uh, logo that... Uh, This is the last edition of Day After Dynamite. You probably gathered that by the title of this episode, the final episode. And uh, a lot of people are wondering, what does that mean? I saw somebody say, does this mean that Will might be hosting the new Saturday show? Uh, But this is actually not just my last Day After Dynamite. This is actually... Uh, my exit from fightful and that i will no longer be a member of the fightful staff and i thought there wouldn't be a better person to do this show with uh being that this is my last day after dynamite Than one sean Rossap sap uh as well, you're gonna he... say caden but he wasn't available <laughs> I mean, look, I've done plenty of podcasts with Caden, and honestly, uh, there's other fitting people. There are people who make appearances on this show that I would be sad if they didn't Will, make
0: Washington! A- it's,
3: it's it's
2: like he smells the budget
0: opening up, and he just <laughs> responds. Hey, wait, 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 wait.
3: Will's leaving? Hold on. Hold on. I gotta do more now, I assume. So, there we go. Hold on. What? This is not right. This is... There, yeah, we there we go That's right. a traditional day after dynamite look here
0: he looks like he's in like the lowest security prison of all time <laughs> <laughs> will made
3: will made the overlay once where the bar was not there and it popped me tremendously it was a one-time episode that he did that and he yeah. never returned but it was fantastic. i did it
2: strictly for you and uh i think i think the problem is the only one I have that for is I think the episode where Denise was on. And so, like, yeah, uh, it would have to say Denise Salcedo at the bottom or I'd have to, like, go find that. And so... You better not. You better
3: <laughs> not. <at all. laughs> yeah, can we find that, actually? Uh, I'm sure it's
2: that. in there. But, yeah, I... Oh, Thank you for oh, there we go. Yeah,
0: oh,
2: there we go. We have... That. That, there's my, that's my solo one for when I do the show <laughs> by myself. Look and one. look at that. Oh, Fightful Overbooked. Yeah. Look, guys, I I did a count today. I did 150 podcasts for Fightful uh, wow. in my two years here. And uh, over the span of doing Day After Dynamite, doing uh, Grapsity, I did post shows. I did pay-per-view post shows. I even appeared on The Distraction. Uh, and, oh, well. <laughs> That that's a show I did as well, but uh, either way, uh, we were just talking about that. By the way, I was talking to Sean about the uh, the last draft from 2021, where we did the distraction versus Grapsity uh, draft, and that was that was fun. That was definitely you get one of those in the can, real quick. Well... <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs>
3: Sean ducks me on the draft now after I destroyed listen, him. Listen, this, uh,
0: you did not destroy me. I've won every single draft that I've done at Fightful uh, in a landslide, and that is not a lie. But <laughs> but uh, a fun fact, I remember I met you in person. What was it? Was it 2021 I met you in person for the first yeah. time, Will? Mm-hmm. And I remember like coming back, and in, like I, th- I can't remember if it was a group chat or directly to Jeremy. I was like, I want to work with Will Washington sometime. And it is wild how that unfolded. Even wilder, do you you remember when you met me? Right, you were with my wife, and my friend was with me. Mm -hmm. We just watched a divorce unfold. Yeah, that is very true. Yes, that girl was (laughs) with us. We watched the divorce argument that unfolded there, and let me tell you. I am very glad you were there because that lightened the mood significantly <laughs> and I could piss off for a little bit. <laughs> that was so wild. Yeah, I mean look at it... the argument. That somebody might have gotten to the gun cabinet that night if we had stayed <laughs> in Boulder or wherever the hell it was. It was wild.
2: Yeah, that was uh, that was a good night, though. That was just great talking to Sean. And, you know, the funny thing was the things we were talking about, because this was after you broke the CM Punk story, but before yeah. he had debuted. So it was like in that limbo mode of, uh, oh, Sean just had the story that made his <laughs> that 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 essentially cemented Sean as the news guy. Uh, I still don't feel like has there been a bigger story than that for you?
0: CM Punk biting people or not biting people, his friend biting people. Uh, The CM Punk one's the biggest one. Cody Rhodes is right there with it. That's Mm -hmm. like,
2: as far as. Oh yeah. Cody was business for us. Yeah, that's right.
0: Uh, I don't know what
3: business Austin did, but that was a big one. I remember when that came, and then it was overshadowed like a week later. Oh yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh no. It was, it was the next day. It was the next day. The Austin thing got completely swallowed up by Cody, but um, ultimately CM Punk, um, Cody Rhodes and Mercedes walking out was was also very big because I mean that that just gets a whole different subgroup of fans that would have never subscribed to Fightful Select otherwise.
2: Yeah, uh, and <laughs> yeah, that, but I just remember sitting with you and we had that conversation at that barcade, and then uh, a couple of months later I was working for Fightful, and I, I've been really grateful to Fightful. Like honestly, this has been uh, I I kid you not when I say that I think Fightful, genuinely and honestly, uh, is the best at this. I think when it comes to the personalities, when it comes to the community that's been uh, curated, I don't think anybody's doing this better than Fightful. And that, uh, look, I've I, I, I have watched and seen other places do this. I've been at other places uh, doing this. And I just think that the community at Fightful, um, sometimes... Not going to lie, I question Sean's methods uh, in that uh, sometimes Sean's uh, inability to not let some things go <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, gets People me. People got to stop playing on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Like Sean is definitely keeping it real. And sometimes uh, like I have watched that unfold and there are times where I'm like, uh would I have responded to that? probably not, but honestly, <laughs> like it keeps those people out. it keeps those people like out um, of the community. they're not here and i i i I gotta say like I do respect that, and I do like that, and I do love that and so uh
1: I've I done guess less
0: I, of it. I've done less of it the last two weeks because I gotta be honest I'm making way too much money to do that now, <laughs> <laughs> but uh. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I mean, we got Billy Batty the hell up out of here. <laughs> I'm wearing Mario pajamas to my own wedding, and I'm wearing a three-piece suit to his downfall. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I'm doing that less, but hey, listen. that That's one of the things. I I didn't want Fightful to be the middle-aged white guy network, and early on we brought on Anna Bauer and that girl took so many lumps from like wrestling audiences that are like a woman and Trina as well. Like, like they were just like, a woman can talk about what? Yeah. We, we don't want people that think like that or act like that or, or anything of that nature. And I can say this, we have had probably, I, I've I'd say I've had over 300 to 400 podcasts pitched to me, just over the last few years, there is one new podcast that I immediately said, yep, we're doing that. And that was Will Washington and Grapsity. Uh, I, think, I think maybe Wrestling Perspective, they have been around for years and I was like, they've got some good connections and all that. I'd love to have them on. But this is the only new podcast out of 300, 400 that I was like, yeah, that, that immediately sounds like a great idea that would do well for every single person involved
2: and i appreciate sean even giving me the uh i what did i say to you i was like i need 15 minutes of your time if i can't pitch this in 15 minutes then yeah. uh then what am i doing here and i think it took less than that uh no i had asked for 20. it was like right before because it was a wednesday and i and you were like well i've got listen, oh. your boy like at the top of the hour and so i'm like 20 minutes of your time is all i need and i think we were done in 10. and so uh, that that was how quickly I was able to to pitch that, and then I went back to filling a Reg and was like, "Well, I did it? We're on Fightful now." Because uh, I remember before Jeremy had seventy three shows a
0: week too.
3: Yeah, true. Yeah. Now I just do my own shows. I don't need to pitch them to you. This is what I'm going to do. Can I get more money for this? Sure, sure.
2: Um, Jeremy, I have a question. Uh so you've been following the old basketball? Of course. Uh nuggets,
3: nuggets are winning it. I told you this the start of the season, Will Washington.
2: I mean, look, I'm obviously hoping so. I have watched this go down my entire life, uh, and I am ready. Something tells me it is coming down to the Lakers and the Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals. And I thought, how poetic, right? That, like, Alex English couldn't get past Magic Johnson. And Carmelo Anthony couldn't get past Kobe Bryant. And in 2020, Nikola Jokic couldn't get past LeBron James. And now it feels like if we're going to make it to the finals. And granted, I know this is looking past the Suns. yeah, And the Suns are nothing to sneeze at. And they could very well be the team that eliminates the Denver Nuggets. And I would hate that. I would so hate if Kevin Durant mid-season jumped <laughs> ship Same, and won a championship. I yeah. don't want to see that whatsoever. Fuck uh Kevin but...
3: Durant. All my homies hate Kevin Durant.
2: <laughs> but like, I look at the fact that, uh, and maybe I'm wrong here. This is just me as an observer, thinking about how the the Timberwolves have uh, Carl Anthony Towns. They've got uh, Rudy Gobert, which a lot of people said, that that was you know that's the twin towers that was the that was who could stop Jokic and the fact that they weren't able to they came close but they were not able to uh I don't know that the Suns have that ability to stop Jokic the way that the Timberwolves did and they still why weren't you, able to. So, why are we burying the NBA lead here? Uh, who's
0: booking Bobby Portis versus Udonis Hazlitt? <laughs> I would watch that fight. Bobby Portis knocked Nikola Miritich to another continent. I want to see this fist fight. This is what I like want. trains karate and shit. Like, Hazlitt's love it. I'm, I'm not even saying this ironically. <laughs> Put it on the undercard of the next Javante Davis fight, and I will watch it. I will pay full price and not even expense the pay per view. I would love it.
2: Look, I'm honestly, there, there's a few things with the, uh, I mean, look at the upsets. Look at the fact that, like, the Bucks got knocked off in a gentleman's sweep. Who saw that coming? I I could not have imagined that the Miami Heat, an eighth seed, and not just an eighth seed, but the play-in eighth seed. They're the first play-in team to knock anybody off. How can this be? And uh, so they won. They, and... Listening to Giannis yesterday just sounded insane, uh, but he just he sounded so defeated. I've never heard him sound that defeated, but that's what happens when you get defeated. What
3: uh, so happens when your coach does not call a timeout with nine seconds remaining and you try to push the ball up the court. And you leave Grayson Allen in the game or you don't put Brooke Lopez in the game on the biggest uh, defensive play of
0: the season but I'd I'd also watch Adonis Haslam fight Grayson Allen too (laughs) just for the
3: oh that'd be a that'd be murder though why you can that's a dark
0: elevation
2: match right there that's what that (laughs) is (laughs) I don't know what that is anymore uh (laughs) and so I did want to make sure everybody knows that with this being day after Dynamite we do read your super chats we do read your Humper chats and we're going to read those right now because we got a ton of them got Jay wait, 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 wait 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 Sean gets
3: to put Will Washington over. Wait, why don't I? I gotta share Will Washington stories. Here. You don't, don't even to, have a light but, one, but, Jeremy.
0: Uh, People don't did. even know it's you.
3: <laughs> yeah, they know it's me. They know it's me from the intro here. I, I they just hear me speak and they know it's me, Sean Rossap. I gotta say nice things about you, Will Washington, on the last day of Day After Dynamite. So don't make
2: me cry, right. dude. <laughs>
3: so will after you i i followed you i don't know how much you actually know of this but i followed you from the rbr days um with with maxwell i told i wanted maxwell on the show and now that's that seems to be a dead dream which is very disappointing news that it doesn't seem like it's going to happen we need to come out of retirement just for that um but i wanted maxwell on the show i'd followed you since those days and then after that ended i remember you messaged me and this was when we were doing uh the distraction you said hey can I come on and do like free agent grades for AEW signings? Remember how much you remember this, but I remember, I, I remember, yeah, all, I, I know you got a very good memory, Will Washington.
2: You think <laughs> I forgot that? <laughs> I know,
3: I know, I know. Um, I called
2: the pandemic debuts. I wanted to do that. And yeah. I was like, I think honestly, RRBR was the wrong place to do that. And I want to do that with you.
3: Yeah. Well, I was like, yes, sure. Like, that'd be great. Like, I have getting followed you for a while. This'd be great. So you came on, did that. Everything was good. Then I heard about Grahapsody. Uh I was DM the story, or I was DM the scoop, so I could pre-write the story. I was very excited about that. We decided to do the distraction city draft the day before the premiere of City, which I thought went well. We definitely won. Um, and then <laughs> I don't know. We took hit row, so you know. <laughs> I mean, you got you at least got swerve out of that deal. The rest of them is they're they're trying. They're trying. I do like top dollar, top dollar rules. Fantastic. Uh, So we did the draft. Grahapsody blew up as it should. Fantastic. The early days of Grahapsody always popped me tremendously because like every Saturday you would message me like, I can't log into the Humper Chat. Can you please log in? And so I'm backstage like every episode of the early days of Grahapsody feeding Will the Humper Chats because he did not have the login. I
0: forgot about that. Oh, yeah.
3: Behind the scenes of the early days of Graph city, everybody. Uh, yep.
0: that was that that was the time that was not long after it was a couple months after the punk story and things just kept going from there. and I was like, I'm not even gonna check my phone on a Saturday at that point.
3: Oh that so it was
0: Jeremy. it was me seeing a bunch of messages like an hour later and then <laughs> like oh, Jeremy's got it.
3: Yes, I, I was taking care of it <laughs> as best I could. And then, you know st- stuff happened, things happened. I ended up with a, a channel that I still don't know what I'm doing with. And you messaged, you messaged me, Will, and you said, Hey, people like want my dynamite reviews. Just putting himself over. And I'm like, Yeah, I agree. He's like, Do you think I can do a show called Day After Dynamite and review dynamite on the Thursday after dynamite? I was like, Exact message. You are Will Washington. You can do whatever the hell you want. Just that was exactly what he said. Yes. I was like, Let me know what you want to do. And you're like, okay, cool. And then Day After Dynamite was born after that. And I don't remember the first episode I ran in on. It was, you had some, one of our mutuals on that I
0: just did it. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time, but...
3: and I kept doing it, and you tolerated it week after week after week. And I There's one
2: particular guy it. who who hates it, who every week in is the comments is like, <laughs> <and> like, <laughs> like, in the comments every week is like, I'm going to stop watching this show if Jeremy show, keeps showing up. And you know what? You got your Listen, wish. Uh, that's, uh, he ain't going to watch anymore. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jeremy killed uh, the show.
2: No, it's funny, because that was a real thing that uh, when I left RBR, uh, I there was a big section of the show where I would review dynamite. And I had heard from one person first, and he was just like, man, I miss your reviews of dynamite. He was like, you know, Grapsity has such a big kind of discussion where you guys kind of move from topic to topic, and you don't really do individual show reviews, but I miss your reviews of dynamite. And so uh, I'd heard that once. And I thought, okay, that's interesting. And then when I heard it a second time, I was like, okay, that's telling me something. And then when I heard it a third time, I finally said, okay, let me see if there's a place I can review Dynamite. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. And then for whatever reason, just dad popped into my head. And I was like, "Ah, oh, you know, I do the dad thing. That that would be funny. And then uh, Joe Kadina, shout out Joe Kadina, drew the artwork for me. And once I saw the artwork, I'm like sold that's it that's this is after dynamite i have to do the thing uh it has to look like a cheesy dad joke um and it sure enough because the show in itself in the name is so that was exactly what inspired me to want to do this and uh (laughs) thank you thank you um and so uh I, I, that's how day after dynamite was born and thank you jeremy for giving me the go ahead to do it and then for sean being like look this show's doing really well you need to be on main Fightful. And then that
3: was... just took all all of the the income i was getting from the channel <laughs> i
2: didn't know that <laughs>
3: Now, I don't make anything off the channel. Any income I get, I give to everybody else. Right. So I don't get anything.
0: Maggie's get. the big earner <laughs> on Overbooks. Yeah. She's the draw. Yeah. <laughs> All, All right. right.
3: But then, last one, last one, and then I promise I'll leave. We met because across <laughs> the parking lot at All Out 2021, we're yeah. way, way in the back. I'm hanging out with the wife and uh, Cass, Cassidy Haynes, and I just <laughs> hear from across Jeremy, uh, look up, It's Will Washington walking over to come say hi, and he was with his kids, and that was the first time Will and I had met.
2: Yes. Uh, it's one of the rare wrestling events uh, as far as wrestling travel is concerned that I've taken my kids to. All Out is the only pay-per-view they've ever been to, 2021. And what a pay-per-view to be at, by the way. Yes. Those kids got to see the debut of Adam Cole. They saw the debut of Brian Danielson in AEW. They saw just an all-around great show. They got to sing Cult of Personality. Uh, they had uh, kind of a weird Jericho entrance that night uh, that I think didn't uh, didn't do as much as they thought it was going to do. But otherwise, they had a, a great time, and uh, a lot of people met my kids that weekend. <laughs> um, so that was really cool. And, uh, and everybody was really good to my kids. I appreciate everybody who was good to my kids. Max Caster and Anthony Bowens like took an acclaimed picture with them and... Uh, they had a really great time. But Jeremy, thank you. Like, I really appreciate that. I appreciate everything and uh, everything that you've done for me and uh, and helping me get even acclimated at Fightful.
3: I have not done a damn thing. You are Will Washington. <laughs> you are the best. Uh, it's been an honor and a pleasure to work with you, work alongside you, help however I-, I could. But again, you're Will Washington. You can do whatever the fuck you want.
2: I'm glad he ended with that. Uh, Jay Ruff, Jay Ruff always loved Jay. He says, well, I'm hoping for the best for you and hopeful this doesn't completely end your podcasting (laughs) tenure as you've been, as I've been following it for a decade. I wish you well, my friend, you've been the best ever at it. Thank you. Jay review, uh, WWE main event somewhere, I think. Yeah. Um, let's see. Ricardo says, does this mean no more grapsity? Um, all right, I have to answer that piece of it. Uh, it does not mean no more Grapsity, but it does mean no will on Grapsity. So we will talk about that on Saturday. I wanted to give Re- Reg and Phil uh, kind of the opportunity to address that. Did I tell? Did I tell
0: you the pitch I made to them? Oh, are you joining? No, I, I said oh. just have Kurt Angle join. Ah, th- hey, he we've joined seen the it. X, he joined the Shield. <laughs> He can join City. he'll just show up there. they'll never <laughs> acknowledge you
2: again. He'll yep. just pop up there uh Denise Salcedo says for the haircut thank you, Denise. I appreciate it uh inside joke uh let's see. Ricardo says wherever you end up next, I'll follow love for you. Thank you, Ricardo. I got another one here. This is from Caden, who says, Love you, man. Thankful I got to be on this great show. I always tell you you're one of the best people I know and can't wait to see what comes next. Thank you, Caden. I appreciate that. Uh, Always love having Caden here. And another person who's been on the show before, Alex, Queen of the Ring, says, I was one of those people that never beat Street Fighter, sending all my love to Will and everyone in the Fightful family. Thank you, Alex. Uh, Mario says, William, best of luck, my confidant." uh we've got cole says love you pal excited for you um thank you uh appreciate you cole for having dropped in on the show a couple of times especially as a great last minute guest no better last minute guest than cole when it's like hey five seconds to the show what are you doing right now buddy uh can you do day after dynamite um hannah is also very good for that as well i'm oh, sorry." Yes, it, yes, you know what I meant. Um, <laughs> Robert says, Hey, Will, uh, since listening to the My World podcast, I'm rooting for Jeff Jarrett to win the Owen Cup. Who's with me? I mean, look, that would actually be um, appropriate, I think, when you think about the relationship of uh, Owen Hart and Jeff Jarrett and thinking about what Jeff meant to, or what Owen meant to Jeff. And, you know, they were even tagging at the time. Wouldn't be a terrible idea. And it would get great heat. Uh, let's see. Wrestle Vibes with Revanblade Blade says, Will, you're awesome. Thank you for everything. Thank you. Kate. Love Kate as well. Will is an outstanding example of integrity in this space. Fightful is better for having you as a person in your work. We love you and are so proud. Thank you. Uh, again, uh, Kate Andrew a says, I regret not meeting will at revolution. I didn't want to bother you eating and left to go to ringside. I enjoy your work and good luck. Hashtag salmon shirt, um, revolution. So that you're talking about this past revolution. Uh, what would I have been eating at revolution this year? Um, is it just the chicken sandwich that I bought? Come say hi. Look, don't think you can't bother me while eating. Uh, this Somebody said that to me uh, when me and Jesse and Denise were getting pizza at uh, Full Gear as well. And they're like, oh, I didn't want to bother you guys. As we're just eating pizza. Like, come say hi. Absolutely. I, I am never too good to say hi to anybody. I absolutely love saying hi to everybody. Um, never feel like you're disturbing my my peace while I'm. Have uh, you ever seen the Andy Arena Sandberg
0: food? short where he would punch people in the face right before they took a bite? <laughs> no. On SNL, like it was uh-huh. like the Foo Fighters and everybody they would go to eat and he'd punch them right in the face. That's good. You're, you're just opening up that lane now. You're going to be eating your pizza or chicken sandwiches and get cracked in the face.
2: Yeah, All no, I mean, it, I, 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 especially if you, like, hate my podcast. Like, please come up and be like, hey, Will, I just want to tell you while you got that uh, chicken sandwich in your mouth that your shit sucks. Uh, sure, why not? But, uh, no, seriously, if I'm eating arena food, I don't care. Come, please come say hi. Um, and Orion Ben 666 says, fresh print standing in an empty living room gif." Thank you. Love that one. Uh, especially because I've been on a big... Fresh Prince kick lately I usually am like once a year I go back through and re-watch as many episodes of Fresh Prince as I can uh Jennifer always love Jennifer says so much love for you Will good luck and thank you for everything you're genuinely one of the best people to interact with can't wait uh for what is next for you thank you Jennifer I appreciate you Um, Big Hero Chris says well you're a dope human being good luck to you and everything you do Mike from Indeed says thank you for countless hours of content and entertainment you've set an incredible example of what high value engaging content looks like cheers Um, yeah I hate to do like an hour count of how much of this I've done uh, because a lot Crap uh, says like three and a half hours now I know and thinking about going back to RBR right like I'm talking uh, 18 years worth of this uh I, I imagine it would take a very long time to calculate how much i've actually done i mean hell I, I know i left rbr at just of core rbr i what my last episode was 835 i believe so then you add wow. 150 uh of these to that uh and then probably any of the sideshows clearly over a thousand podcasts yeah. like, no no question about that um Duh. crazy times it's been a long time uh and i've enjoyed every second of it uh d'lo says sean seeing the tron it's me oh sean seeing the tron it's me hi hello hi wait a minute i'm at home why the fuck am i singing taylor swift it that was, uh, actually did get the reference yeah that
0: was that was a little it was jarring to see a big srs <laughs> pop up on that screen, but it is preposterous to think that anybody from Fightful would ever end up there.
2: Yeah. Um, And... The... uh, uh, Ricardo says, uh, back up the Brinks truck to keep Will, SRS. I'll do my best. Hold on,
0: let's
3: see what
2: I got. Let's see what I can offer Will that I've got
0: right here. I have... A bottle of Night Shred. Don't buy this. They don't sponsor us. I have an empty Beats earbuds case because I'm wearing them. I have a comfort bird that somebody gave to me at Wrestlecade. That was very nice of them. Um, what else? See, we I got? can't
2: even look at the comfort birds right anymore because I know you're a fan of Dead to Me. And like that yeah. is uh, <laughs> one of those things where I have to think about that being the murder weapon.
0: Of course. I've got a tin of Altoids. Um, What else do I got? A nail file. Always important to keep that. Like, maybe you want to bake it into a cake and get, like, a friend out of jail or something. That's what I use them for. Uh, Some eye drops. (laughs) I got those. How can you say no? Who says no? How about this? I'm going to cover up my wife's name because they're weirdos. But a matchbook from our wedding... So I use the spark up joints, um, a button with my face on it that Jimmy sent me. Like, listen, Will ain't going anywhere now.
2: Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. How, I how want God. all of that brought to the negotiation table.
0: Uh, some Taylor Swift glasses that I got for a costume to troll Denise. There's that. Damn man, a back scratcher. He's rethinking
2: every decision he's made lately. Yep, every single one of them. Uh, Chris Reigns says one of the highlights of all out weekend was getting to meet you will at the fan fest always enjoyed everything you have done and look forward to what is next thank you chris and look thank you to everybody um because look the fightful community has been very inviting but i don't want to discredit uh the people who have been with me pre-fightful um because i i do that that no seriously (laughs) because especially the people who stuck stuck through because a good example is mr mac from brooklyn a guy who has been a supporter of the stuff i've done for it has to be going on because mac you used to watch now playing now which i stopped hosting in 2011 and so, a yeah. uh, I show I started hosting in two thousand and eight, and so that would mean that you would have had to have been he- around at least the last thirteen to twelve years. And Mac, I appreciate you so much for sticking with uh, everything I've done, and honestly for supporting everybody else. I, I have seen you in the chats for uh, for other shows that uh, I haven't been a part of, and that's always been really cool to me. Um, Mac, I appreciate you so much. Seriously. Thank you. Um, and yeah, funny story about Mac from Brooklyn. Now playing now, for those who don't know, was a movie review show I used to host back in 2008, hosted it till 2011. And I hosted that show with Brandon Birds, Theron Reynolds, and Heidi Vio. Uh, and the, the funny thing was, we didn't do that show for, I mean, obviously we stopped doing it 2011. And then I guess uh, Mac was working at a club as a bouncer and um, or something at the door, I don't want to describe I don't want descri- to misdescribe your job, but Heidi was in New York and this was nine years after now playing now ended and she was at a club in New York and uh, she just happened to walk in and Mac took her idea was like Heidi wait from now playing now and she was so over the moon she texted me immediately she's like somebody remembers our podcast from 10 years ago about movies. And uh, one day, one day I'll do like a Now Playing Now reunion show. Like there's for the five people out there who care about that. uh, (laughs) Me and T have talked about that before of wanting to do uh, just a a comeback. There's so many like old inside jokes that me and T still reference from that show that maybe, like like I said, like five people on Earth get. But one day, one day I'll do Now Playing Now. Um, Because and you know what? For those wondering. It's just because I like palindromes. Now playing now is NPN. My name, WRW. Look, I'm hosting with Sean Ross Sapp, SRS. Uh, that's just, I hosted RBR. It's a thing that I just <laughs> like around my podcasting realm. Uh, Chad says, we'll miss you, Will. Uh, may the power protect you. Thank you. Uh, Van Twinblade says, Will, with no more dad, you can catch up on the last few Glory Pro shows because they are now up on YouTube. Also, Lainey Luck is going to maul Shaza on yep. Sunday. True. True. Gonna happen. Uh, I do not support this whatsoever. I think Shaza is a kind and great person. No, you don't. You talk trash about her all the time. That's not true. Uh, She and I were supposed to do a podcast one time reviewing old wrestling from 2005, and uh, I forgot to get back.
0: So you canceled it.
2: I forgot to get back to her. So that's like actually my fault. Uh, Left her hanging two years ago. And that's probably the last DM we've exchanged. And and that's why you are in life
0: and look where she is in life. So there you go. Yeah. I, I I
2: do not support this whatsoever. Shaza. She's busy getting
0: assaulted by me, uh, getting hit with DDTs and you are on a show with me and we're having a good time. And, you know, she's stuck, you know, Doing whatever in St. Louis. Who Who the hell moves to America and says, "Oi, St. Louis, mate." Well, Shaza does.
3: Or oh, her, oy, her St. little Louis,
2: Joey. <laughs> uh, trust the process. Thirty four says streets are saying you're leaving to go become the manager of Mogul Embassy affiliates. Look, yep. there's not a chance I could ever top Prince Nana. No way. Prince Nana is <laughs> is uh, um, a king among princes. Uh, and met him at Wally Mania. Yeah, the, he the, no Prince Nana rules. I, I love Prince Nana, and there's not a chance. Uh, Somebody says see. that Shaza's catching strays. Shaza is a stray. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking no. about here? <laughs> no, Shaza disrespect
0: here. There's no way she's housebroken yet. Sean, Sean, what. She's gonna kinds kick of weird your ass. Like no, that she's is. She's not. I she had the opportunity to. She looked me dead in my little spawny Ross sap eyes and went, <laughs> oh, and then got DDT'd. You hit her from
2: behind. No,
0: I didn't. She no, looked okay. me in the face.
2: Okay. But like the initial shock, like you surprised her. Which he has a ch- uh, I don't. Not nope. Sean. Dirty. Dirty play. Rock Hard Joel Wood says, I'll be honest, I usually don't have time to attend these dad shows, but when I heard it was your last show, I made it a point to be here. Thank you, Joel Wood. I appreciate if, that. If he's
0: Joel Wood, why is he rock hard? Why wouldn't he be like petrified hard? Like, like wood?
2: Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I suppose. Wood is not like the hardest of material. Like if you wanted yeah. something that was a little more durable, you would go like with rock,
0: yeah, hmm.
2: but I mean, he's he's Joel Wood, so. yeah. Because more like Joel wouldn't. <laughs> uh, Tanner <laughs> says, "Will this show has always been a joy to watch? Enjoyed knowing you are a Criss Cross fan. They were the first music group I remember listening to growing up. Good luck on your next stage in life. Hold on, Tanner, you give me the opportunity to talk about Criss Cross. Let's do this. All right, I was such a Criss Cross fan." Very few people know that uh, I was the rare owner of a uh, Sega CD. Um, I even have Sewer Shark, for whatever reason, sitting right in front of me for the Sega CD. Um, there was a game for the Sega CD called Criss Cross Make My Video, where you got to make your yep. own crisscross Cross videos. It had three songs. I Missed the Bus, Jump, and Warm It Up. And this was before the days of YouTube, mind you. If you wanted to watch a music video on your own time, you had two choices, either three choices, I guess. Sit around watching MTV or BET until your favorite came on, uh, go find that VHS tape where you recorded your favorite music videos, or watch them in super low quality on your Sega CD playing Make My Video Criss Crossy. So you know what I did? I did it on my Sega CD that was how i watched I'd like i'm like i want to listen to warm it up by Crisscross. cross but I want to see the video. What am I going to do? Let's turn on my Sega CD. Wait 30 minutes for loading times and then pull up up the the game. And it's funny because people diss on those games a lot these days. I see YouTube videos that trash them that are like, why would people have bought CNC music factories, make my video? I'll tell Uh you why. Because you don't understand that back then we didn't have the freedom to just like watch videos when we wanted to. And so therefore, it actually wasn't a terrible idea to give us these music videos on a cd format that we could watch on our own time true story about sega cd by the way i was just uh thinking about this yesterday and i want to get this fact out in one of those uh random things will washington remembers sean you remember mortal Kombat the movie of course yeah of course you know the song that's very commonly associated with it uh the I can't even do it right now because my voice is still squeaky. Yeah, I tried to, but look, I'm still recovering. Anyway, um, so you know how that uh, all worked. And you know that song. Did you know, though, Sean, that that song was not originally written for the movie? No, I didn't. So that song originally appeared on the Sega CD version of Mortal Kombat, a version nobody bought, but in 1994, Acclaimed released... Mortal Kombat for the Sega CD, uh, it was this kind of, it was the only version where you could get CD quality music. But if you yeah. popped the uh, the CD in a CD player and went to track 17, you actually got that Immortals uh, Techno Syndrome song that was eventually associated with the movie. But the first place that was heard was actually on the Sega CD soundtrack. I did not know that yeah so that's uh, a little fun thing and I remember when it showed up in the trailer and I'm like one of the rare kids who had a Sega CD and I'm like that's the song from Mortal Kombat for <laughs> Sega CD that's crazy you know what fighting game had some good
0: music what's that? Shaq Fu the game was oh. trash the game was garbage but the all song all soundtracks to remember Shaq Fu really huh I, I mean they're, they're the stage with Raja oh my god that 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 track is so good
2: i mean look another one that had such famous tracks that a rap group got away with sampling from it was eternal champions on sega cd or sega genesis because bone thugs and harmony uh took multiple songs from eternal champions for sega cd or sega genesis and uh what songs eternal on um east 99 eternal comes from that game also, uh, the Crossroads sampled, for, specifically the original Crossroads sampled from it. There's a few songs that sampled from Eternal Champions, and uh, very few people know that because that was a game that like didn't go anywhere. Um, speaking of which, I'm seeing Bone Thugs-In-Harmony this Friday at Red Rocks, really? and I'm really excited. It's Bone Thugs-In-Harmony and Sublime. Uh, it's of course- <laughs> It's my favorite band of all time. That's my Blindness. wife's favorite band of all time, and uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony is my favorite group of all time. So, we were like, wow. Wait, Bone Thugs and Sublime together at uh, Red Rocks, this is amazing. We're going on Friday. <laughs> so, uh, Mr. CJ Lilly says, Hey, Will, after our Power Rangers Love Fest on Sunday, uh, have you seen the new Transformers Rise of the Beast trailer? Looks, uh, have you seen it yet? Looks very good, Bumblebee vibes. Um, I hope so. Uh, that it's Bumblebee vibes. I haven't watched the new trailer. I saw the first one with the uh, the biggie trailer that released a couple months ago, and that looked pretty good. I hope it captures the charm of Bumblebee because Bumblebee to me is the best Transformers movie. Um, did you see Bumblebee, uh, Sean? I have not watched any Transformers movies. Oh my God! Look, they're trash. They're all not right, for but me. yeah, but not for me. Bumblebee is genuinely good. I, it's a genuinely great movie that. Has a whole lot of heart. I wasn't sure what to expect when I saw it. And then when I was seeing it, was getting all these great reviews and I'm like, Bumblebee, come on. But it's really like an 80s coming of age story that just happens to have robots in the background. And uh, even John Cena in that movie uh, is, he plays such a great, you want to call him the antagonist, but he's John Cena. <laughs> you know, he, he, finds, he finds a way to be correct by the end of it. Uh, it's, I love Bumblebee, and I'm thinking if it can capture the vibe of Bumblebee, which Bumblebee, of course, as I mentioned, is an 80s coming-of-age story. I know that the new Transformers takes place in the 90s. Uh, If they can somehow capture that nostalgic vibe and really play on the era and not just make it a backdrop, I think it'll be really good. Because that's what I loved about Bumblebee is that it wasn't just like, hey, this movie takes place in the 80s, but it's a robot movie. It's like, no, the 80s. Uh it, it is this story. It is an 80s story. It w- couldn't be done without it. And as a product of the 90s, I would like to see a Transformers movie in the 90s that uh, is as 90s as can be. Matt Black says, sad to see your run at Fightful come to an end, Will, but I'm sure you're on to even bigger things. Thanks for all the entertainment over the years. Uh I mean, I, who knows that I'm on to anything. Um 3R Show says, going to do a flatliner on the way out? Uh, if Sean's willing to take one, sure. I used to do a flatliner when I wrestled. Ah, inappropriate, Sean. Uh, and the reason, if you didn't know, that uh, as 3R Show is putting it here, is that the flatliner is the go-to black move. Um, every <laughs> black wrestler has done a flatliner at some point. Here I am. Here I <laughs> so, am. So therefore, Sean... This feels like a uh, finishing move gentrification, honestly. Well, so. uh, I,
0: I also altered it. Uh, keep in mind, <laughs> I am in a fantasy football league. You can see the belt right back there called the Canyon Cup with a bunch of Canyon's close friends. So that's why I did it. But oh. I did a version as well where I would like have somebody like in a follow away slam type of thing. I'd spin them around, hit the flat liner from there when they would swing around as well. I've seen somebody do that recently on TV. I just can't remember who. Uh, Greg Cherrybrand. It was, like, Brand. It was like, a little,
2: like a little miniature end of days without all the, the extra stuff on it. it says, only met you on my channel, and you're a wonderful person and the only person yeah. I'd be scared of facing in wrestling trivia. Best of luck to you, sir. Uh, thank you, Greg. I appreciate that. And no, honestly, doing stuff with uh, just doing that one show with uh, with Greg, um, that was I think last summer, was it? Uh, remind me when that was. But uh, great stuff. And no, honestly, the amount of people I've gotten to connect with uh, these last few years has been amazing. Uh, Caden being one of them. So, will does this mean you're officially becoming the manager for Mariah and leading her next tour? That's got to be the reason. Um, I mean, look, it's be a secret, Caden yeah piece I of know. trash <laughs> I mean we're coming up on the anniversary we just passed the 18th anniversary of Emancipation of Mimi Great album all time um could be the case who knows uh let's see Hmm. I don't recognize that number I will answer that later actually we're gonna hit sc- we're gonna screen that call because uh i don't know who that is uh let's see dante says hey sean has fightful heard about an injury to danielson he hasn't bumped in a month wrestlers are even taking a birth keeping him away from even coming close to taking a bump on the show i have not but that is a very very
0: interesting question and i'm gonna put that down to ask about tonight actually but uh, i've not heard of anything as of yet and that's I guess just him popping up on TV—it's isn't something that hit my brain. But AEW is also very good at keeping talent on TV when injured. Uh, I mean, when you know, when they're not having them camp out for a year at home. But uh, we'll see. I'll ask about it. I'll see what I can find out. But that definitely is something that I I need to ask about.
2: Uh, Let's see uh we got another one here this one is from jj it says was new to fightful this year but watching will and sean really sparked my excitement for wrestling and made me laugh every week good luck will thank you jj um i'm glad we could bring you into the fightful fold and give you some love and appreciation for for uh, honestly that's all we're bonding over is pro wrestling uh tom talks rubbish says thank you all your great podcasts for Fightful Will, but I especially want to thank you for being one of my first interviews when I started my channel. Wouldn't be where I am today without you inspiring me. I'm glad I could do that. And uh, thank you for wanting to talk to me. Um, I appreciate you even wanting to take the time. Anime Otaku says, sad to see you go, but interested to see what's next. Also, JJ, so Jeff Jarrett, wins the Owen and starts his acceptance with, I'd like to thank no one but myself. Oh, um, <laughs> Listen, Uh, I would love to see a deep Jeff Jarrett
0: run in this tournament. Listen, I'm not opposed to him winning the tournament. I think that'd be a very feel-good thing, considering that he was Owen Hart's last tag team partner.
2: uh, Reggie Simmons says, uh, from the Mecca of pro wrestling, uh, thank you so much. You've made my Thursdays and Saturdays awesome. Hope to see you at one of the many Chicago shows in the near future. Best wishes. Uh, Thank you. I appreciate that um let's see you got another one here from brent it says grap city felt crucial to the wrestling space glad it's continuing you will be sorely missed best of luck uh wherever the road takes you i agree i think that uh i love what grap city has been able to bring to the wrestling space to bring to wrestling fans um and to be just that kind of barbershop conversation on saturdays uh i love every second I get to spend on Grapsity, I love every second I get to spend just talking to Phil and Reg. Um, And I mean that with all sincerity, there are times where me, Phil and Reg will need to have a conversation about something important where we'll be like, hey, uh, let's do a three-way call really quick. And it's supposed to be like a five minute meeting about something show related or something we're planning. And next thing you know, we're basically doing a show. We're like having a real (laughs) conversation. And there are times where I'm like, a lot of this would have been funny to have yeah. been recording and put out as a bonus show because that's how much we just love bonding with each other and like even when we're in the car, the three of us, uh, and we've had scenarios where either I was driving or Reg was driving, and uh, one of us is in the back seat, and it's always a good time with music on. It's, it's always a good time when you get the three of us together, uh, and I will always be like those are my brothers. They were we will always be a trio as far as i'm concerned as far as as far as that's concerned we are grapsody um caden says we still need that selfie will washington um uh, at some point we could probably take one uh but probably <laughs> <laughs> the, I, no i mean look we could uh look uh, glick foley says will will you be sharing future plans soon or are you just not able to yet also sean if you need a new host think russo or disco are available Loljk. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I'm gonna let everybody know what's going on and and why. I will never, uh, I'll never not do that. I wanted to use this time specifically to really just celebrate Fightful uh, and what Fightful has has done for me, and celebrate the the people of Fightful and all of that, and and my time on Fightful. And that's really and, what I wanted to do here. And the new graps that he hosts, Disco Inferno.
0: <laughs> Could you imagine just like a disco remix it's... of Reg's song? <laughs> And then all of a sudden, there he is.
3: Hey guys, it's it's me for grabs today.
2: Like, well, what do you mean you have to jump me in? <laughs> <laughs>
0: By the uh, way, what uh, do y'all think about transgender people? Oh well, h- how's that one gonna go? All right, yeah, yeah, this ain't ever gonna be on this this channel.
2: Yeah. Uh Wrestle Vives says, Will, your voice is sorely needed in this space. Thank you for your integrity, knowledge, level-headed criticism, and ridiculous memory. Best wishes. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh Justify Hero says, Started following Fightful because of you, Will. Uh, thank you for everything. Don't have Twitter to follow. What's next for you? Uh maybe see you at Double or Nothing. Um, yeah, I think I'll still be at Double or Nothing. I'll still be going uh to the show. I had plans to travel and I'm not. Canceling my plane tickets. So uh, I will be there. Um, Meet Normus says, I like when good things happen to good people. So congrats, Well, As they say, best of luck in your future endeavors. And my Madeimi. Thank you so much. Uh, anybody who can get me a Pootie Tang reference on a podcast is A OK by me. Thank you, Meet Normus. Uh Rock Hard Joel Wood says, I'm extra hardwood, uh, kind of like Bulok. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Am I, like, an idiot? Uh, which is an ironwood tree that is native to Australia, also known as the home country to Sean's favorite wrestler of all time, Shazza McKenzie. This is a true story, by the way. It is his favorite wrestler. Mr. CJ Lilly says, Hey, Will, you're a great voice in the community, and we agree on most things like Power Rangers, Marvel, Star Wars, etc. Uh, which is great. Best of luck. I'll have to find someone else to do it with over Bray. Um, maybe uh, Deontay says, Well, my Mariah Carey, bro. Uh, thank you. I love you, man. Thank you, Deontay. I appreciate you, and uh, all the love to Miss MC because she is the GOAT. Uh, Xander says, Well, thanks for everything. Completely respect if you don't want to share any details, but just curious if your future plans will still be in wrestling capacity. Or are you pivoting to something completely else? Again, we'll we'll talk about that when the time comes for all of that. Uh, Marco Dominguez says, thank you for trying, or tying together my love for wrestling and fighting games. Hope this isn't the end of your podcasting run. See you down the line. Um, I mean, gosh, 18 years at this. Uh, I And again, 18 consistent years. The funny thing I thought about earlier today, and if I may put myself over for a second, uh, it's that podcasting has only been around 19 years. And uh, wrestling podcasts as a whole have really only existed about 18 years in the space. And thinking about the idea that 18 consistent years, there has not been a wrestling podcast space without me in it. There hasn't. I have consistently every single week since June eighteenth, two 2005, have recorded some form of a wrestling podcast consistently, nonstop. And, uh, I am thankful to have had the platform to do it and the platforms that I've been able to do it on literally my first podcast I did was out of the IGN wrestling message boards. And what was kind of cool was that that was like a built-in audience. We didn't have to like start from scratch in a sense, because it was like, oh, we are kind of the official podcast of this message board that has these hundreds of users. And then it kind of expanded outside of that. And and i remember everybody when i posted hey we're doing a podcast the general response to that was what's a podcast <laughs> uh and uh i had to explain it to people i'm like so it's kind of like a radio show but we're just gonna like talk and people and they're like well what do we do with it afterward uh we put it out for download or p pe- and uh it always blows my mind that when people forget that the pod and podcast was for iPods because to download podcasts back in the day, folks, for you youngins out there, Caden, uh, you had to leave your iPod plugged in overnight. And when you came back, the shows you were subscribed to via the RSS feed would be downloaded and then you could listen to your favorite podcast on your own time. But you know what's funny was six weeks into my first podcast, I said, and again, putting myself over podcasting pioneer over here baby six weeks into my first podcast i said i want to start doing these live and i've been doing them live ever since because i just knew that i wanted that audience interaction i felt like there was something different about having the show be able to interact with its audience and not just being able to put out a recording and from episode six of rbr on they were always live always interactive it makes such a difference it makes a huge difference. Well, the funny thing was, and I'll tell this story, it was all by accident. Because honestly, the, where this came from was that I lost the recording of episode five. And it like made me so mad that nobody heard it. And I thought, gosh, if... And like I had such a finicky computer at the time that sometimes I'd lose entire recordings. And I wanted to think to myself, I don't want to end up in a case where it's gone and nobody heard it. Yeah. So at the very least, I just want something. Uh, and you know what? I'm starting to think that guys, with all of these messages I've been getting, that's probably just gonna be this show, to be honest. And that's okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, because at this point, look look at the time we're reaching. So I'm gonna continue to read you guys' messages and uh, and we'll we'll just keep doing our thing. Jake Salazar says, "I love you, will. I miss our Bracelander together, or I will miss our Bracelander together. Good times, goodbye, bold friend. Matthew says, thoughts on Kenny's line after Dynamite. Uh, Tony, maybe not let the inmates run the asylum for once. Is that a real shot at Tony about Punk? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure you can probably read into that any way you want. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I mean, maybe they're setting
0: things up. You know what I mean? Like, at this stage, I look at it and I'm like, well, maybe they're just setting things up for the possibility and playing off of what what they have.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see. Uriel says, I got it. Denise signed you as an exclusive to her brand. 100K subs and she's sniping talent like TK. Um,
0: There there have long been people
2: trying to get Will Washington. (laughs) That is (laughs) lost. That is also yeah. true too. Uh, no, and I'm really uh, proud. I, I said this on her show, but I am really proud of Denise reaching that hundred thousand subscribers. Incredible. And uh, I mean, again, I'm just saying that before after the week, Denise did not have a hundred thousand subscribers, but uh, after after the week, she has a hundred thousand subscribers. So uh, I'm just saying that. Yeah. Uh, You know, correlation, causation, whatever. I would like to say that I am fully 100% responsible for Denise Salcedo reaching 100,000 subscribers. It is not her. It is not any of the hard work she puts in. It is not any of her excellent ability to host and create engaging content on her channel. It is solely Will Washington being on after the week and uh, making jokes about Power Rangers. Um, I agree with that, and there's nothing I can add to that. It's you. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's see. Miss CJ Lilly says Who's your top six villains in Ooh. films? Mine are number six, Unicorn. Number five, Sauron. Number four, Thanos. Number three, Palpatine. Number two, Lord Zed. And number one, Darth Vader. And from the trailer, he's perfect. Um, oh, I don't know. You. Putting me on the spot for thinking about six yeah, top villains. Top top six is,
0: like, tough. I can throw out a few. Hans Gruber. The Sticky
2: Bandits. T1000. Uh, I'm going to throw one out there, very specific. And this one's solely to Pop Emilio Sparks. But it is specifically Frank Langella's Skeletor from Masters of the Universe. Ooh, that movie that stinks, but... The reason I love that movie so much is because Skeletor made it amazing. He, his, I've never seen anybody take a hokey role as seriously as Frank Langella took playing Skeletor. But him in that movie was intimidating. He was scary. He was frightening. He commanded the role. He made himself Skeletor. And uh, you can tell why Frank Langella is a cut above all the other actors in that movie, including Dolph Lundgren, who... Um, didn't really become he man he was just half naked Dolph Lundgren in that movie uh, but I love it let's see uh, I got uh, another one here true heel heat wrestling well is the absolute best and genuinely one of the coolest people in all of wrestling media I know whatever is next I will be supporting him always thank you Uh, Life of Deem says, I just want to say it was awesome to meet you at Revolution last year. You definitely inspired me, and I'm wishing you well with whatever you do. Honestly, that meeting, I'm going to tell you, Life of Deem, was one of my favorite meetings I've had since doing anything we've done in wrestling podcasting. You, when you stopped me, uh, me and Reg outside of uh, Revolution, the part you probably don't know is that we walked away from that conversation going, because some of the things you said, you talked about how you felt um, kind of alone in the wrestling space and felt like Grapsity introduced you to guys who were more like you, who were black guys in wrestl- who loved wrestling, who loved uh, nerdy hip-hop music and uh, and you felt like you could relate to us on a level where uh, you hadn't been able to relate to wrestling hosts before and I'll tell you, after we walked away from that me and Reg just kind of sat and talked about that after the fact of like damn, we didn't realize we had hit anybody like that and that made a really really big difference in us continuing to want to do what we do so thank you again for that life of Deem. I appreciate that, for real uh let's see kevin says just here to say you're the man will and uh you to aew superstar srs thumbs up that's me
0: that's, that's... me running out to a huge pop like always that's right
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's the biggest pop srs has gotten like that yeah. that rules Uh, let's see. Trust the party force as well. Any chance we might get occasional run ins or guest appearances by you on the Fightful and Grab City pods. I promise as often as I can I would uh check in with you guys and and do what I can. Um please. See pineapple on pizza says hashtag thank you will Kimberly Cox says thanks well I just started watching wrestling four years ago with my kiddo and you and Grap City guys have elevated my wrestling fandom thank you Kimberly I really appreciate that uh and White Dynamite says much love to my fellow A Town resident uh the episode of Quizlemania where Denise screws you out of the win is one of the funniest things I've seen in a long time see you around the neighborhood I mean look that is one of those. Really funny, completely unplanned things that uh, all went down. I was like legitimately annoyed <laughs> that I, after spending one, the- and I was legitimately annoyed. <laughs> I mean, I, I was- didn't want to be on that show on a Wednesday anymore. <laughs> I had spent. I mean, those shows went so long, and to have spent all of that time working toward that victory, and then <laughs> at the end of it, Denise is like, "Actually, you're screwed." <laughs> uh let's see and i want to make sure i don't ignore the humper chats because we got a few of those this one here we got this one from uh autoclave it says not sure what's next for you but just wanted to say thank you so much for everything will i appreciate you autoclave we got another one here let's make sure we grab this one it's from the old uh trey cash it says, we well, going to miss you on this platform, but I know you'll be a success no matter what you do because you're really good at this shit. I think I speak for everyone when I say, uh, and I lost them, uh, we wish you the best in your future endeavors. Much love to you, bro. P.S. What up, Sean? I just want to thank Trey Cash because he has been one of the most generous people to Fightful,
0: to Grapsity, to everybody on Fightful. This guy sends in like really, really great Humper chats all the time. Uh, and is just generally a wonderful dude. I reached out to him personally to email him once, and uh, just a great person. And whether or not he even sent Hupper chats, that's the kind of person we want in in our community at Fightful. Is just someone who who uh, has positivity. We want we want like basically fifty thousand Alex Palawskis,
2: just shining rays of positivity. You know what I mean? Yes, most positive person on earth. <laughs> Uh, although I, I, I uh, again, it's not that Alex is his negativity, or Alex's negativity is wrong because there are a lot of times where I'm like, I mean, guys, like, he's right, he gets a little more arched about it than yeah. I do. I'll say that much, <laughs> you shouldn't say it, but he's right. Um, <laughs> so, true. uh, and shout out to pablo who says will thank you for all the great content on fightful your enthusiasm passion and integrity is inspiring as well as entertaining good luck to you on your next adventure and i look forward to seeing you soon thank you pablo Um, pablo is always a super kind person met him in person at, at the dynamite in denver um not that long ago And Bring more events to Denver, by the way, folks. Anybody running a show. I'm talking about you, AEW, talking about WWE, anybody. The last pay-per-view that has taken place in Denver, Colorado was Vengeance 2003, an event that saw a WWE title change I thought we were a great crowd that night Kurt Angle won the WWE title he pinned Brock Lesnar in a triple threat with a big show we also saw Vince McMahon defeat Zach Gowan on that show I saw what I was in that crowd and I took a date to that show and uh, <laughs> um, we we were together another like three months after that so I don't know if that worked but either, I don't know if that was the problem. Um, I took her to two wrestling shows. Not think about it, a Raw and uh, Vengeance. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I think the last WWE pay per view in Lexington, which is uh, rep Arena is three miles away from me. Do you know who wrestled on that show? The last WWE pay per view in Lexington. How uh, about God? How about God himself wrestled here? Backlash 06 was there? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Uh, RVD Shelton, that was a fun match. Uh, Cena, Edge, and Triple H was legitimately just very good. And honestly... Triple
2: H or Cena with the jackhammer pin.
0: Yeah, and, and honestly, even the McMahon's Shawn Michaels and God match was like, kind of fun. But yeah. uh, Carlito, Chris Masters had a match. that was way
2: better than I thought it was going to be. But I That didn't was a weird period... It. For tans, by the way, because every wrestler on that show looks like they like stayed in just a little bit too long, and everybody looks like like a basted turkey. Like on that show, Everybody's just like super dark, and uh, they had to condition themselves. Why. God might have had some judgment <laughs> on that
0: show. They they didn't want to show up in hell and like just their pasty white
2: skin immediately burn up. <laughs> they got to be ready. I mean, Vince himself like looks oh god God. like yeah no and I feel like and everybody else I feel like was like well we got to get on Vince's level and that show is just like a notoriously bad like tan show and everybody looks overly tan on that show wonder what it was with that time period but uh anyway uh big hero Chris says will the D's nuts war with Denise continue I don't know maybe uh, Glick Foley says, "Will favorite event that you covered during your time at Ooh. Fightful?" Um, you know it's actually really recent. I'm gonna say that covering WrestleMania with Sean was really fun. Uh, cool. and uh, he, he a, a big, a
0: huge XPW fan while at Fightful. <laughs> like he's don't he's, he got really into syringes being stabbed into people's dicks and all kinds of stuff while Uh, at Fightful. uh,
2: I mean, I had a lot of fun covering um, Revolution this year and uh, doing the shows in person. Honestly, shout out to Blue Wire Studios. Uh, Double or Nothing last year. Um, Double or Nothing last year was a bit of a headache, I will say, in terms of some of the things going down around the show and uh, all of the news breaking around and what's the deal uh, with certain planes, things along those lines. Uh, but the actual event, doing the shows at Blue Wire, all of that—that that was a lot of fun, uh, and and the show itself was fun. So uh, that was, but just being in the media scrums, like all of these things, has, has been a blast the these last couple of years, and uh, I would not trade this time away for anything. Um, Adrian just sends in a ten dollars super chat. Appreciate that uh jake says uh will do you think i will see you at SawCon this year is that a thing what is saw con uh is that a con for fans of saw because i will tell you if you're a con goer and i am the best cons are the ones that are around a specific topic because if you're like a social guy like me and you love talking to people it's nice to talk to people who are all there for the same reason 2014 i went to power morphicon you know you're there for power rangers fans and uh and it's nice to talk to people and the funny thing is there's power ranger fans from all different um generations and they're like oh yeah i started watching and 2005 and I'm like oh yeah I graduated high school that year so never mind (laughs) um but uh, I came here for the stuff I grew up with as a child uh and then you know I've been to obviously WrestleCon I've been to various wrestling conventions and I always love the idea of a convention that's you know obviously I've been to Star Trek cons as well just things along those lines obviously I'm a gigantic nerd but uh, to be able to connect with people who are all there for the same reason is always dope. So I'm hoping that's what SawCon is. Sean, what is SawCon? SawCon? I would think that it was that, unless it's just people who
0: really love construction. <laughs> that would be great. That would be
2: really cool.
0: Like it's only the best of the best at sawing
2: things in a SawCon precise manner. Is the premier conference for disruptive technology in the enterprise. Uh, June 9th, it's sharpest minds for uh, okay, so disruptive tech, interesting. I was hoping it, it was sharpest fan-
0: minds. Saw, yeah, ah, <laughs> uh, there was a, a super chat up here by the way. Zero Prime wanted us to read, wish you all the best of luck and where you go. As a Hikaru Shida fan, got any news or update for her last time? Last I heard, she was in Japan and she had dealt with a finger injury, but she was over that,
2: so I haven't, um, I haven't she's heard been what's back up. in. She's been back in Florida. Uh, so, okay, cool. Yeah, it's just a matter of uh, when she's on TV. That I actually do not know. Um, and Xander says, do you know if Punk is already 100% healthy and cleared, or is he still progressing to it? Also, what would each of your finishing moves be if you were wrestler? Sean has a better answer <laughs> for the finishing move. Um, and then also, that's a good question on Punk. Uh, I had heard
0: that if he I had heard that he wanted to push like for January, but I think that he's healthy by now. Yeah, I believe he's he's I don't know if he's cleared, but I think he's healthy. And I think that's an important distinction. Um, what what's going on?
2: Sock on these nuts. <laughs> I got the fucking head.
0: <laughs> that is really good. That's the be- that's the best one. That's really fucking good. There's no better way to close out Fightful and Will Washington <laughs> than you getting hit with that. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, oh, Jesus fuck. Christ. Thank, that's, you. thank th- you. That's the finisher
2: right that's there. That's the finisher. That is the best. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's really good. <laughs> uh, Plugo says, thank you, Will. Can't wait to see what's next. Uh, Izzy says, first time watching Dad. Y'all hate us West Coast fans putting on shows in the middle of the workday. Uh, uh, best of luck, Will. I mean, look, I'm in Mountain Time, which, like, nobody is in. Uh, and I start the show. You don't do your job. How about that? Simply don't work. That is true. Uh, Jake Salazar said, I hit Will with the one-winged angel of these nuts jokes. I appreciate that. That was very, yeah. very good. <laughs> sock on these nuts um and let's see uh matt raquel says sending my best to will and the fightful family you guys are the best humans hope to see you down the road now throw up the ones for will thank you appreciate that uh i have nothing really else to say i just want to say thank you to everybody who uh supported day after dynamite and seriously this is the most watched live episode of day after dynamite has ever been um but (laughs) uh thank you to everybody who supported day after dynamite thank you to everybody who supported crap city thank you to everybody who supported my time here at fightful it has been um a wonderful wonderful time uh getting to podcast and uh just get to speak my mind and be myself for you guys for however many hours you've allowed me to do it and to do this specific show with all of the people i've gotten to do this show with um, i kept telling myself but i had to go drop my wife off to go do something to put together a list of every guest i had on this show and then i didn't get to do it uh and so i'll i'll tweet out a thank you to everybody who was a part of this um but thank you so much to everybody thank you to sean for giving me the space to do this. Thank you to Jimmy. Uh, Thank you to everybody who took a little part of their workday or whatever time you've decided to watch this show to be a part of it and just allow me to to talk and who's donated a super chat and done everything along those lines. By the way, Matt C. Oh God, there's more of these super chats coming in. Um, <laughs> uh, I, let me, let me read these, uh, puckish Rogue says, going to miss you. Will, um, Izzy says, if we don't work out, how will we give, uh, wait, if we don't work out, wait, if we don't work, how will we give SRS our money? Give him money. Okay. I get it now. Sorry. Um, steal credit cards. I don't condone this. Uh, I do. <laughs> Matt C. says, "Well, putting myself through school and listening to Grapsity as I worked every weekend, couldn't have done it without you. Um, thank you, Matt i I'm glad I could do that for you. Uh, iChurch Pastor says, God bless you, bro. Keep moving forward. And I suppose it wouldn't be Day After Dynamite if we didn't round out with the Eight. It wouldn't be day after dynamite if we didn't round out with the AEW dynamite ratings, which did 863,000. Uh, and it did a 0.28 and 18 to 49. I'm pretty sure that 0.28 sounds really familiar because that's been the rating for the last like month. Uh, and 863 is actually up from last week, if I remember correctly. Uh, that is, yep, people dynamite were- is up. Me. Yeah. Um, I mean, people thought it was going to be a bloodbath with all of the, uh, the playoff games on and for it to be up is a good thing it was up four percent total viewership all access was also up six percent and that is our look at television that is day after dynamite thank you so much everybody it has been a pleasure it has been my pleasure thank you we will see you when we see you peace